Hi, and welcome to the Emotional Health Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lydia, and this podcast is an extension of our Facebook group by the same name. We cover the everyday personal and relationship challenges that lead us down a path of soul searching. Mentor Leslie and I are solution focused, so you can avoid getting stuck in that self-analysis phase. Move forward and feel good about where you're at. You can feel better. Welcome to the Emotional Health Matters Podcast. Let's get started. Hey, Marley. Hey, Dr. Lydia. How are you? I'm doing really well. Okay. So in tonight's video, we are talking about PMS and anxiety, because if it's one thing that I know, a lot of women carry a secret. We suffer monthly with our period and we try to pretend like we aren't, we try to cover it up, but it affects us and some of us more than others. But if you are feeling anxious every single month, this video is for you. We're going to dive in. We're going to talk about why, and we're going to talk about what you can do about it from a natural mind body perspective. And I will say, if you're a man who stumbled across this video, who is in a partnership with a woman who is menstruating, it is very good to know about this stuff and not be squeamish. Like, don't you find it attractive, Marley, when a man is just like, okay, or cool with a woman's period? Yes, absolutely. Because so many of us have learned that it's uncomfortable for other people to talk about it. So then we suppress it and then we feel guilty and ashamed. So when you have a safe space to talk about this stuff, it is absolutely attractive. You feel safe there and it's phenomenal. Yeah. It can be a real bonding aspect to a a relationship when a partner just gets you no matter if it's heterosexual or homosexual relationships. So I would like to remind you to like and subscribe to this channel because we are going to be covering emotional health topics of so many different sorts. We have a big community of women and we know, we just know what's going on with you guys. And we love covering these kind of hot topics like PMS and anxiety. So I know Marley's going to come at it from a psychological standpoint, from her counseling background. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her story too. Actually, Marley, why don't we start there? Why don't you sure. tell us a little bit about your experience with your period? Absolutely. I, I think for a long time, again, like I mentioned, like I just kind of ignored what was going on. And part of that was just the discomfort that, and the rules around sort of those like covert rules that weren't ever spoken, but like, kind of like, don't talk about your period. Cause it's gross. And like, just keep it to yourself. You know, those no one ever explicitly told me that, but you just kind of pick up on those messages, right? As you grow up and it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a very private personal experience. But then when you keep it so close to the cuff, you never really learn about what other people are going through. And thus you don't, you aren't able to normalize it for yourself. So for me, I, my PMS came out in bursts of anger and irritability uh, to the point where I was, very mean to people in my life and it caused a lot of relationship troubles. Mm -hmm. And, and as of late too, what I've been noticing is that heightened anxiety and hopelessness. And I luckily have a wonderful naturopathic doctor who has helped me to, we've looked at my hormonal imbalances and she's got me on some adrenal support and also taking a look at some of the estrogen, this is your area of expertise, but I, you know, I'm learning more and more about my body and, you know, starting to actually pay attention to my cycle for so long. I just ignored it. It it was like, Oh, this doesn't affect me, but Oh my God, it does. And we can't ignore it. 
we have to pay attention to it and we have to give ourselves care in those times. And so that was my story, you know, to be like, to be completely honest, I think it really damaged um, um, one of my past relationships with a, with a partner who I loved dearly. And I wasn't able to talk about it. I wasn't able to let him know what was going on for me. And now in my relationships, my partner is fully aware of what goes on in my, in my cycle and what happens with my hormonal fluctuations and my mood. So, you know, I have a social support network now and I'm able to talk about it more openly, but that was a major issue for me. And it's caused a lot of damage in my relationships. Thank you for sharing so honestly, because, you know, there's millions of women out there who it, it really does impact how you show up and it impacts other people. And sometimes we can kind of make a joke about it. Like, Oh, she's on her period, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times, you know, it's not funny. Okay. That joke does not land because we're really suffering. We're really irritable in those moments. And what Marley's also speaking to is the difference between, and I'm not diagnosing Marley, but the difference between PMS premenstrual syndrome and PMDD when you're getting into that dysmorphic disorder. So at that point, it's impacting your relationships. It's impacting your friendships. There's serious consequences with how you're showing up at work. So it's along a continuum. So we have different, a different spectrum of the way women experience their period. And for some of us, it's just irritability. It's kind of annoying. And for some of us, we're in that PMDD uh, category and it's more severe. And for those women, I want to say there's a lot of things that can be done from the natural mind body perspective. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, because like Marley said, you can feel kind of helpless and hopeless, and then it just puts you on edge. And the thing that's really hard about it is that it's every month. It's cyclical. You get a period of time where you feel good, but you know, it's coming for you every single month. And we just, we just don't want that for you. So Marley, why don't you uh, share with us who is at risk of having PMDD? So from my, with my background, you know, I'm always considering family history or any potential trauma past. And of course, anybody with mood disorders in their family background um, or any trauma, whether it's abuse or neglect, that's going any, any hormonal fluctuations where we're seeing these dips in estrogen and those types of things, we're going to simply see an exacerbation of the psychological damage that trauma has done. So often you do see, there's actually research that shows certain studies have actually demonstrated that there, I think it's some, somewhere around the 40% mark of a certain study all of the women who had PMDD, 40% of these women had a sexual abuse background. So you're going to see these, again, these symptoms exacerbated during our periods, during this menstrual cycle, simply because of their trauma background or history or mood disorders. If you have a propensity towards being depressed or anxiety disorders, if that kind of runs in your family system, again, you're going to see more likelihood of these premenstrual syndrome um, symptoms showing up far more severe in in women's lives. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like there's, we have to understand that our period is a microcosm of the environment. Like we have different seasons within our months. And that's what Marley's speaking to. You might have underlying trauma and during a period of time, you can bury it. You can kind of suppress it and just Mm -hmm. power through your life. But during your cycle that during that season of your month 
-hmm. It's just all of our emotions are closer to the surface. There's less of a distance there. And that's not actually a bad thing. You know, there's a lot of value in being tuned in to what's really happening for us and what that experience authentically is. And so, you know, I was kind of joking with Marley before we started that, you know, we don't expect, at least we're in Canada, so we don't expect to be wearing bikinis in December. You know, we don't expect winter to be summer. And even if you live in the tropics, you know, rainy season is different from dry season. You're not going to get good mangoes all year round. Mm -hmm. Like you can accept that the, that the environment has these natural fluctuations. And it's important Mm -hmm. to know that your body has these seasons as well. We have to respect each season for the value that it brings. Mm-hmm. And during your cycle, the value is you can connect with your divine femininity. That is when your yin energy, your female energy is at its maximal capacity. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, we're living in a, a male sort of mindset, sort of that, that young mo- mindset, which is a masculine energy. We're powering through life. We're trying to be productive. We're doing the most all the time. We're ambitious. We're going after things but we need a balance. And if you're out of whack with that masculine and feminine energy, you're gonna have resistance and problems around that, around your cycle. Is that, am I making sense, Marley? Absolutely. Honestly, I love that analogy because, and, and I wholeheartedly agree that women ignore the natural seasons of their body that for us are, you know, every month. And we can't, we, we really can't wear bikinis in November. We, we can't, push ourselves to the max and take on more stressors during that one to two weeks, you know, leading up to our period. Like, it's just something that if we can bring more awareness to this, Mm -hmm. you know, we have every right and, and, and almost a responsibility to ourselves, to our own emotional health Mm -hmm. to act differently according to our cycle but we don't, we're not taught that, right? We're taught to power through. We're again, I mean, this is our thing, right? Like it's like our masks, right? We show up and we feel guilty if we're not doing as much mm-hmm. or, but then it's also this horrible backlash where if we're stuck in irritability and anger and hopelessness, and we're taking this out on people in our lives, we end up feeling guilty anyways. So it's like how we need to be proactive about this. So, but I love that analogy. I think it's just so it makes so much sense. And yeah, I, I, I just think it's a really beautiful way to think about our cycle as, as seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And just connecting with that feminine intuition, you know, resting more, being more nurturing to yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. you're probably nurturing everybody else all the time. And Marley did speak to the fact that this is a belief system that is locked in when we were young. Like you can probably remember your first period at school. And if you got blood on your pants, Mm. Oh, that was like supreme embarrassment. When you're walking to the bathroom, you have your tampon or your pad at that time, probably a pad because you were young, was like tucked into your sleeve, right? Because heaven forbid that anybody sees that. And a lot of us will still do that when we're at work. You know, we don't walk around with our tampon in our hand, right? Because there's like this underlying thing of like, like, whoa, TMI, right? But I think we, we are moving through that. And that's why it's so important for people like Marley to share their story. Like I, my mood definitely changes before my mm-hmm. period. It's not as severe as a PMDD situation, but have I freaked out and cried before? My, like, yes, I definitely have, right? Like, I don't like, that's just the thing, right? And actually, you know, it's kind of cathartic in a way. And we know that suppressed emotions have real inflammatory consequences for the body. We know that there's that mind-body link. We know that that anger suppressed leads to cardiovascular disease, leads to certain types of cancer formation. Like there is that link between emoting and health. 
So mm -hmm. if this is your window, of course, we don't want it to be an extreme experience for you. But if this is your window, you know, take the opportunity. I do want to talk about a few things that, okay, we mm -hmm. can do from a natural perspective. So there's kind of two classes of herbs that can help you through this. One class of herb will help you if you're quite stressed out, quite burnt out, and you need a better connection between your brain and your ovaries. So your ovaries produce hormones because your brain produces hormones that tell them to. So as my, so when we can heal that connection, a lot of us experience, you know, fertility and our femininity, and it's a very deep healing that can take place with those herbs. So it could be like Angelica or black cohosh, or yeah, it's kind of in that vein. Um, the other class of herbs are about estrogen detox. So for some of us, we have too much estrogen in our body. We can tell with the hormone test. Uh, I usually, I use a saliva test. You can tell with the hormone test. If you're what's called estrogen dominant, which means you basically just have more estrogen than progesterone. Mm -hmm. They're kind of out of whack. So hormones really are like an orchestra where all the instruments need to be playing the same song at the same volume or like in, in relation to each right. other. You can't have the violins playing a different tune than the flutes. It's going to be right. awful. But for some of us, our hormones are like that. Our estrogen's doing, playing a totally different song than our progesterone. And we need to kind of align those things. So estrogen detox uh, helps with that quite a bit. And those, those supplements are everywhere. And there one supplement that I find gives people the most bang for their buck. Like within three cycles, a lot of times women feel better on these estrogen detox things, even after the first cycle. So I want you to think about those two classes of herbs. And then we also have progesterone. Particularly if you're having anxiety, progesterone is a herb that activates a relaxation sensation in the brain. So if you get your hormone test done, you do the saliva test, your progesterone comes back low. It's very easy to supplement with a little bit of progesterone cream. Super easy. It's not expensive. You can just do it around your cycle. Of course, this will be prescribed to you. I'm not just suggesting that you go in and do this on your own. You want to have testing. You want to keep your hormones, you know, in line with each other, playing the same song, same volume, but a little bit of progesterone. Oh, it can, it's great also for insomnia. If people have a lot of anxious insomnia around their cycle, I find progesterone is quite good. Okay. Yeah. Cause it just has that sort of relaxing, calming effect. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It activates GABA in the brain and speaking of the brain. So a lot of us need to do a little bit of work around our thoughts, because if you're thoughts overwhelmingly negative kind of throughout the month, you know, that you don't have great self-talk, it's going to be worse around your cycle. It's going to be really heightened. Marley, can you help with women who have a lot of self negative self-talk through the month? Definitely. You know, so if I was to, you know, get a client in my office who was dealing with PMDD, that's where we would go right off the bat. Like, what are your thought patterns? Like, you know, where do these stem from? And let's start taking a look at a really important and you know like you and I are on the same wavelength around activating that beautifully calming part of our nervous system so let's find ways to activate that so that we can stabilize and start to have more control over our negative thought cycles right again that mind body connection so we want to be doing those nice belly breaths particularly deep exhales um if you are dealing with um, anxiety and um, attached to those negative thought patterns, you can also just do some grounding exercises within the body. Um, just simply, you know, one, one trick um, that in trauma uh, somatic therapy oftentimes is used is just placing a hand uh, on the side of your heart 
and then the other on your shoulder. And that's just literally oh. to teach your body that it's a container and that this is where, you know, our emotions are held within the body, right? Our emotions are called feelings for a reason. We feel them in the body. So just being good. able to feel the walls and the boundary of your body to know that these, so they don't overwhelm you so much. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a really cool tactic, right? There's so much yeah. research around somatic therapy and, and treating emotions with, with, you know, the body, right? We talk about different body work. Um, so those are really great ways to just calm you. And then again, that breathing techniques, but if you were to see a, a practitioner, oftentimes they would be, you know, they'd use that CBT approach, cognitive behavioral therapy. So they're looking particularly at some of those thinking traps that are really familiar. And then you're working on trying to rewire and reframe, catch yourself in some of those thinking traps, like when you catastrophize or that black and white thinking, or that ruminating and worrying. So you're, you're starting to build a stronger awareness and you want to ideally do this before that one to two weeks of, you know, heightened, whatever mood fluctuations, um, sadness, whatever comes up for you during the, that one to two weeks, you want to do this practice, right. And starting to understand what your triggers are, what's going to trigger you during that one to two week period. Right. So let's have some awareness and let's have some conversations with our our support network and just let them know what's going on for us and let them know that I'm not making excuses for my behavior, but it's certainly going to be heightened. I might get more angry. I might get more irritable. I, this is not something that I want. I want to be able to be more clear and level-headed and kind and, you know, be good all the time. But, you know, unfortunately I am going to be a little bit more triggered and I, I would really appreciate some support. I will do my best to show up and apologize if I do snap at you. Um, mm -hmm. But I just want you to let you know that this is, this happens monthly and I'm doing my work around it and I'm doing my best to, to figure out some of these negative thought patterns that are coming up for me. So, so yeah, a lot of, it takes time. Um, but if you're able to bring your nervous system down to that balance with some, again, exercise is a big one, exercise, deep breathing exercises, um, some of those somatic therapy approaches. And then of course, just tracking your triggers and beginning to have a different relationship with your, your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Marley, Marley said it, you know, get your support networks in place, yeah. you know, have a little bit of forethought. If you know, this is every month for you, you know, if you're part of our community, if you're part of L60, then that's the time to check in with us and our team in our private community. If you mm -hmm. have a therapist, if you're fortunate enough to have that, if you have a sister or, you know, like schedule things in that work for you, yeah. you know, we really have to be thinking strategically about our life and we have to engineer the life that we want and that is really optimal for us so if we need a massage during that period because a lot of us go for massage or like we mm -hmm. hang out with girlfriends but we don't really time it based on our cycle right because no. we don't want to be like we don't want our, we don't want our life to revolve around this terrible period but you know let that be a factor for you like book your vacations when it works for you take time mm -hmm. off when you need it like really really be strategic with that yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, as you mentioned to just reaching out to those communities. And I think as I, you know, alluded to in the beginning, and as you did too, around like the shame that is attached to having a period. Oftentimes we carry this from adolescence into our adulthood. And if we are not having those conversations, it can still run our lives. It can still keep us stuck in these unfortunate pattern. So if you have a community of women around you, um, you know, make sure that you talk about it because I bet you like 
90% of your friends or the other women in your network are going to have had experiences like you and you're not going to feel so isolated and you're not going to feel so guilty and ashamed and you're going to be like, oh, I'm not alone. Oh my gosh. How do you guys deal with this? Cause this is horrible. And I feel guilty all the time and I feel like crap and I feel angry and, you know, give me some tools and, and just to know that you're not alone can be so helpful. Yes. And if we're looking to focus on our divine feminine energy during that period of time, there's no better way to do it than connecting with other women. That's a very yeah. primal sort of thing. Um, Marley, I think we should pop over to our free Facebook group. We have a free Facebook group, Emotional Health Matters. Um, search it and you will find us and we will let you in. It's a beautiful community of women who are all working on their emotional health. We have tips and tricks every single day. It's a place for you to share your stories, your wins, your losses, whatever's happening for you. Um, yeah. So give this video a like, if this was a helpful topic for you, we're always like looking to make the best information possible for you guys. Definitely subscribe. We're live every single Tuesday. We do take questions if you have them. And other than that, join our free Facebook group. And if you really feel like you need help, like it's tough times, you're struggling things, you're like PMS is really affecting your relationships. Mm -hmm. Get a little bit of help with us, you know, having a naturopath on your side, plus a counselor, plus a mentor, like that's a pretty cool team. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a cool team. And uh, yeah. So find us, find L60. We have the links below original60.com. Right on. Thanks, Thanks Marley. So Let's pop over you. to the EHM. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast episode. We are delighted that you joined us. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, please join our free Facebook group or follow us on Instagram, the same name, Emotional Health Matters. We answer every message and comment. If you're exhausted by soul searching and overthinking a life issue, consider joining our private community, L60, where myself, a naturopathic doctor, a counselor, and a mentor are all at your disposal to help you when you need it. We'll see you next week. Until then, remember, your emotional health matters. Please don't forget to subscribe. And if you've enjoyed our take on today's topic, please give us a rating too, or share it with a friend. Sharing is caring. You never know who you might help. Thanks again.